Welcome to Shop Talk by Elevated Stylist, a podcast for the thriving community of salon owners and stylists where we discuss topics in business, wellness, mindset, and more. Join us on this journey and become an Elevated Stylist. Hello and welcome to another episode of Shop Talk. Jody and Sonia in the house. We are back. I'm like doing this on the other <laughs> side. <laughs> We're feeling funky today. We are inspired. <laughs> we are back from our retreat and we thought like, what can we talk about? Yes. So if you are a hairstylist and you are looking to make some more money behind your chair, this is an amazing episode to listen to. Yeah. It's called building your ticket. This is something yes. that we have learned to master that has really brought us so much abundance, really. Yeah, it honestly, when people talk about working smarter, not harder, I think it's such a like phrase that people throw out there. But in reality, we really can choose to work smarter, not harder. And that's something that Sonia and I learned when we opened our salon, because as a stylist, I had been working for 10 years and I was living paycheck to paycheck and I was doing the bare minimum behind my chair. I was doing every service that was in my schedule, but I was not pre-booking. I was not upselling. I was not doing anything. What about you, Sonia? Yeah, I wasn't really, I mean, I remember like, even starting to pre-book. And it was like, I would, I wouldn't do it constantly with people. I would do it with people I was comfortable with and people that I knew were going to come back, but like, I didn't make it a part of the way that I worked. It was just like, Oh, if I remembered, if I felt confident, or if I had a good day, I was like, yeah, I'm going to pre-book them. Cause I really like this client. And like, I started to get the same clients over and over again, but I wasn't really building towards anything. I kind of just had a mediocre clientele, no offense to anybody, but I had a mediocre clientele and I had like a mediocre paycheck. Like it was, it was a bummer. I wasn't really inspired by anything that I was doing. I wasn't pumped. Yeah. Yeah. And it's kind of, um, you know, defeating when you're feeling like you're working all these hours, especially because we do have such a labor intensive job. We're standing, we're working with our hands and our backs and our hips all day. Um, so you want to feel like you're, you're getting value back at the end of the day or at the end of the two weeks when you get your paycheck. So uh, Sonia and I really dove into um, consultation and, you know, you might hear this over and over and over again, it's consultation, it's consultation, but it really is consultation. And that's where it starts. If you are looking to make more money behind your chair, start with consultation, get really, really clear on the things that you need to hit in your consultation to a build expectations with your client, but also to make sure that um, you're getting compensated for each and every technique that you're doing in the look that you're creating. Yeah. And it's also about building, like um, building, building that, that look that your client want, wants with intention. Like a consultation is really an intentional practice because it's something that becomes a ritual. It's something that you honor. It's something that is going towards your abundance. It's something that is going to create that relationship with your guest. Um, when, I don't know if you remember this, Jody, when we used to do consultations in the beginning, it would be like, hey, how's it going? What do you want to do with your hair today? Okay, great. You want a haircut? Awesome. Like what kind of haircut do you want? And you would just like figure out the haircut and you'd go and wash the hair. You wouldn't talk about like, anything else and they would sit in your chair you would do the work and then they would leave and then you'd be like okay well see you whenever 
and that was the way that it was. And so when you don't invite that person back, you're also not inviting that abundance back. You're not inviting that future income back. And we're also not of the mentality of 100% booked, but booking yourself regularly with the customers that are bringing you value is where it's at. And that's going to start with your consultation for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you're having gaps and holes in your schedule, that's affecting your pay. Like every time you have an hour gap or a half an hour gap, that is, if you think about it, maybe 40 to a hundred dollars every single time you see one of those little gaps in your schedule. So by pre-booking, by making sure that you're creating this ecosystem of clients that are coming on like a 12 week program, um, that's what's going to really help facilitate those paychecks and to make sure that you're able to maximize your schedule. Yeah. And every time people come in, doesn't mean they want the same thing. You know, there's been a lot of talk in the industry that pre-booking isn't the way to go. Um, and I think it's an opportunity to realize that every time your guest comes in, imagine they are new. Imagine it's their first visit and treat them as if they're going to do something different. And it's an opportunity for you to build that ticket. And that's what we're going to talk about today in this episode. Uh, I'm going to speak to you from a haircutter standpoint, and Jody's going to speak to you from a color standpoint. And those two come with a very same framework, obviously different things that you're going to embed, but it's going to really show you that you're not stuck to just that one haircut or that one service that that person is coming to visit you for. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And I think like the word opportunity, Sonia, what you said is, is an, it's an awesome word to keep in mind, because I think if you treat every guest that comes into your chair as an opportunity, it kind of reframes the way that you think, because if you're looking at a guest as an opportunity to create something with them, to really customize their look that day, it also you're also customizing the ticket as well. So by being in an opportunity mindset at the beginning of your day, going into each and every client, that's going to, that's going to set you up for success right there. Yeah, absolutely. I remember the first thing that I used to do, which I always recommend my team doing, and I'm going to recommend you doing is before you even start your day, take a look at who's coming in that day set yourself up for success. You know, they say when athletes are about to get into the game, what they do is they visualize themselves winning the game before the the game even has happened. Mm -hmm. And this is what I used to do because I was always so shy. I had so much things on my mind and I was like, no, I'm going to like focus on these, on these five or six people that are coming throughout that day. And I knew exactly who was coming and I knew who, if I had a new guest or if I had some repeat guests, I would look at what we did last time and what we were going to do this time gave me opportunity to suggest new things if I realized that these people haven't been, you know, changing their hair that much. And so the first thing I would say is look at your day and be prepared for who's coming. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a great, great thing because it, it is. It's like setting yourself up like a playbook almost. <laughs> who's coming yeah. in? What, what products did they buy last time? People love when you can remember the details they know that you've supplied them with, let's say a product that they've taken home, that you've remembered that that's what you've recommended to them. So just simple little things like that really help to build that trust and relationship with your guests. Um, But let's dive deep into building the ticket. So I'll start with 
the colorist side, um, when I sit down with my guests, whether they're new or uh, existing, this is something that I would love for you guys to kind of take on because this is how you're going to set yourself up for getting your guests to really listen to you and to take you seriously as a professional. So when I sit down with them, I say, you know, hi, nice to meet you. I'm so excited to be doing your hair today. Um, before we get started, I just wanna let you know that as a stylist, this is what you can expect from me. And these are the things that we're gonna be doing each and every time you come in. So by just saying that, you're setting a precedent with them. You're letting them know that you're gonna sit down with them each and every time and do this hair plan, do this consultation where they have input, where you guys can create your look together. It's not just gonna be a flyby consultation. Let them know that they can expect that every time that they're coming in. It really helps to let them know that this is how you work as a stylist. So when I say that, you can expect to sit down for a consultation with me each and every time. I'm gonna let you know how much maintenance I need to see you or in between. So I let them know that before they book, before they leave that service today, I'm gonna to book them in for their next um, reservation so that we have a hair plan on schedule. And I just let them know that that's the way that I like to work. Um, and it benefits them. So it always, it's, it's a two-way street always. It benefits us, but it also benefits them because they're gonna get the date and the time that they need. And they're also not gonna be calling in last minute feeling like they can't get the appointment that they need. So it benefits both of us. And then I also like to tell them that I'm gonna be showing you some products that I need you to use in between our visits to help keep your hair looking and feeling its best. And so when we say things like, I'm gonna be introducing you to some products that I need you to use. So using the verbiage need, it's, it's letting them know that I need you to be using this good shampoo and conditioner at home so that my color that we're doing on you today, your investment is safe. And then I like to go in to the hair plan. So just by setting up that first part of the consultation, it takes like two to three minutes, but it allows them to know how you work as a stylist. And then it's kind of like a free pass for your pre-book and your products because you've already let them know that this is how you work as a stylist. And at this point, this is where they can choose whether they really like this professional way that they come in and see you, or maybe it's not for them. And that's okay too. So when we start talking about the hair plan, what I like to do is I always like to look at pictures because what pictures is gonna do is it's gonna give me a roadmap of what techniques I need to do to, to get that look. So when I'm looking at the inspiration pictures, whether they bring one in, I will always, if they don't bring one in, I'll always find one with them. And then what I like to do is I like to look at the picture from top to tip, and then I like to look at my client from top to tip and I compare both of them. What's missing here? What do I need to add? And I'll go down, down the picture. Does it have baby lights? Does it have a money piece? Does it have a shadow root? Does it have a tip out? Are all of the ends solidly blonde? Do they have dimension? Like I really go through the whole picture and start looking where what technique is. And then I look at my guest and I say, okay, what's missing here? Do they need the baby lights? Do they have them already? 
Do they have the money piece already? Do I need to tip out their ends? So I start dissecting what they have and what the image is showing me. And then I'm able to put a plan together and say, you know what? I see that you're booked in for highlights today, but what you're really looking for is more of a transformational look. And today, what techniques we're gonna to need to use is, I, I wanna put some baby lights in there so we get lots of different little flickers. I wanna create a beautiful money piece so that, that pop, the front pops. And then do you see all down here? It's nice and bright. I wanna tip all that out. So today we're not gonna be just doing the highlights, but today we're gonna to be doing a look. And for in this look, these are the different techniques that we use. And so we'll grab our iPad and we'll start putting in all of the different techniques that are gonna be used in that session in the day. And so that they can see what each technique costs, uh, the time that it takes and all that sort of detail. But what that does is it allows us to account for every technique that we're doing so that we're building the look. And then the gravy on top of that is adding your bond builders or adding glosses and toners. Um, you're wanting to make sure that we're adding this because bond builders and Olaplexes, they don't take any extra time really, maybe five to 10 minutes, but you're able to add a cost on top of the ticket without doing too much more. So that's what we're looking for. If you can do that with each one of your clients is really building the ticket and adding what is needed as in the bond builders and all the little extras. These are the things that's gonna help really um, give you the opportunity to do less clients in a day, but also give the clients what they need and what they want and what they're expecting. But you're able to build on a ticket that was just highlights, but now it's highlights, baby lights, sorry, highlights, a tip out, a root smudge, a bomb builder, and a gloss. So we just went from just highlights to four or five different techniques in really just sitting down with that client and dissecting what their, what their needs and wants are. That's kind of how I do it. <laughs> It's a lot. I really like it. I mean, it is a lot, but you know what though? It's like when you, when you think about it, like nobody comes to you as a, as a color client, just wanting like one look, you know? Yeah. And I think that oftentimes what I see with colorists um, is that they're kind of scared to approach it in that manner. They're scared to tell their clients like, Hey, you actually like booked for like this, mm -hmm. but you really need this. And I think that that's the, that's the trouble or the disconnect, I think, in the color consultations with a lot of people is that they're just scared to um, dive in and like mm -hmm. just take that time to dissect. And Jody has a lot of really good webinars, how to do what, when, and there's a lot of free classes on how to dissect. So if you have a chance and you want to learn, check our YouTube out. There's lots of free um, things on there that you'll learn how to dissect things because she's a master at it. And really, it will really help you. Um, it'll really help you understand how that ticket is being built. Mm -hmm. Now, unfortunately, as a haircutter, you can't build your ticket really that massively. However, there are so many ways that you can, you can really become abundant. First of all, and first, first and foremost is understanding what kind of haircutter you are. Um, what kind of service you're providing for your guests. Um, for me, it's an all around service. When somebody comes to my chair, they're not just coming for a haircut. They're coming for a look. They want to look a certain way. Um, at this stage in my career, I don't do trims. Um, and trims are also haircuts. 
and it's an opportunity for you to uh, look at the way that you're doing hair and understand like, can I go a little bit further? Can I start to create my own style of haircutting? You know, there's a lot of people out there that do natural texture. They either do curly, they do dry cutting. So if you're new to haircutting, take your time and, and explore to see what kind of haircutter you are, because that's what's kind of going to really differentiate you with your guests and is going to allow you and give you the opportunity to charge a certain premium for your haircuts. Because my guests come for a certain type of look in the way that I cut hair. And I believe that as a master stylist or getting to a master stylist, the whole thing is creating your style, creating the style of way that you cut hair. Um, that's first and foremost, but when they come for a consultation with me, I sit them down and I literally like, I just take a moment and I just look at them. I look at them and I ask them how they want to feel. How do you want to feel today? How do you, what's, what is it that you need today? Because haircuts, um, some people, they don't even know what they need. And we're in that position where we can look at their hair and ask and see what it is that they need. Sometimes people need treatments. Sometimes they need, um, they need a whole style. Some people want to go from like curly to straight, you know, or some people want to really rock their natural texture. So it's an opportunity for you to really dive in and dissect with that guest, what it is that they want. Sometimes people will come and share pictures with you, which is really great in the beginning. If you're really starting out with your haircut journey, haircutting journey, use as many pictures as you can to see what it is that that guest wants. Because haircuts, we typically are, are, are booking within that hour, hour 15. Some people are booking two hours. Um, however that time is, just know that that's a time where you can give your guests the best of you. Another thing I like to approach before um, I get into the haircut and what their haircut needs are and what um, when they should come back is I look at what their hair needs. Oftentimes guests come to your chair and they are, they're at a point where their hair is dry, it's damaged, they haven't had a haircut for a long time. So this is the time where I use my time very wisely. And I ask them, what is it that your hair needs? What are some of the challenges you're experiencing with your hair at home? What are some of the things that you uh, are struggling with? What are the things that you wish your hair would do? Uh, where do you see your hair in the next little while? And from those answers, I look in my toolbox and I, and I open it up and I say, what do I have that can help you achieve these looks? So first of all, if your hair is feeling dry, great. We have a beautiful in salon treatment. That's $50 today. That's only $50 today. That's really going to help bring back that moisture to your ends, to your mid shaft and ends, because ultimately we can cut off the ends. No problem, but we can't cut off the middle. The middle is where it's dry from the heat damage, from the, from the curling iron, from the flat iron. That's where a lot of that damage that comes through, right? Whether you do a bond treatment on them, whether you do a, a moisturizing treatment or strength treatment, whatever you have in your toolbox, offer it to them. Think of it as hundred percent offering for your guests. So now your hundred dollar haircut went to $150 and that's within that one hour. And that didn't really take up too much time. Now, if they've, you know, you have a certain amount of time for your bookings and you're like, well, I don't have time to add a treatment. Look at your schedule and be like, is there an opportunity for me to do this treatment while I cut the hair? And there you've already solved the problem. Another thing I like to do is um, offer at-home hair care through the challenges that they experience and the things that they've 
um, shared with me in the consultation, it's an opportunity. It's an opportunity to ask your guests and to provide your guests with home hair care. So what I love to do is because you're, you've shared with me that your hair feels a little bit limp or you're feeling that it's a little bit dry or you're dealing with a lot of frizz, I'm going to recommend that we use these products today. And I'm going to show them to you and we're going to use them on you today so that you can touch and taste and smell and feel them. And it's about creating that experience for your guest. And now your ticket has gone from $150 to potentially $250 because you've offered them at-home hair care. If your guest mentions to you that, hey, I don't have um, any styling care with me at home and I don't have any brushes or I don't do these things on home blow dryers, it's an opportunity to look at your retail and be like, can I offer um, these tools for them to take home? And that's truly what it's about. And then we get into the haircut. I always cover the challenges and the things that I can offer to get them to what they need before I get to the haircut. Once we talk about the haircut, then I offer a time of maintenance because haircuts need maintenance as do colors. So looking at that style and asking yourself, okay, if I was short hair, medium hair, long hair, what is the recommendation for time to come back? And the way that I like to approach that is I like to tell my guests, um, in order for us to maintain this look and for us to continue towards your goal, I would love to see you back in X amount of weeks. And that's for you to decide. And so for me, it's between six to 12 weeks. And I always try to keep everybody within that season because once they get past that season, the hair becomes more difficult to deal with, more difficult to, to style. And so trying to get yourself back in, getting your guests back in in that 12-week time is what's really going to give you that recurring um, clientele, that recurring income is what we really want. And from there, another little tip that I can give you is <clears throat> just one thing that I've done that really helps It's I think it's called like auto-suggestion or like suggestion marketing, is asking your guests, asking your guests if they understand or if they agree with you because we can go on this rant and like tell them all the things behind the chair and then be like hey let's go but we haven't included them in the conversation so the thing that I love to do is after every section that I talk about I said does that sound okay am I hitting the right points um are we going in the right direction and it's an opportunity for them to think like yeah you know what yeah you are I would love to do a treatment and yeah we are going in the right direction and when I say, I would love to see you back in 12 weeks, is that okay? I'd love to get you back in in 12 weeks. Does that sound okay for you? We're like, yeah, that's great. I can't wait. So giving that opportunity for them to agree with you throughout that consultation is gonna make the closing part so much easier because it's something that you've already discussed. And so I just showed you how to take that $100 haircut and turn it into $250 in just that one hour through retail and through upselling with different types of treatments that are available. Now, some people include waves and, and styles in, in their, in their um, price, but if you don't, it's also an opportunity to say, you know, if you love your hair styled a different way, I work in natural texture. However, if you want to style it a different way, I can definitely offer that for an additional cost. So yeah. it's just about the language that we use and how we approach people, because when you're going for your facial, and they're like, okay, you've booked for a basic facial, great. But you know what? You need extractions. You know, you want to use a mask and you need XYZ to, in order for your skin to be, you know, rejuvenated. 
when you're, you're not going to be like, well, no, I just want to be basic. Right. But I need all these things. And it's the same kind of concept. It's offering, it's hundred percent offering for your guests and making sure that you look in your toolbox and be like, what are all the things that I have that are available to me that I can make this person's hair amazing. And by default, we get compensated for it because it's kind of like an a la carte menu. The more you add to your bill, the more, it, the, the bigger it becomes. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that, like you were saying, like not enough people take the initiative to do it, or maybe they don't have the confidence to do it, but start small. And the more you practice these types of consultations, the easier it becomes. Like it was not easy at the beginning. Do you remember how like awkward and like fumbly it was at the beginning? Like, yeah, and your, your so heart awkward. starts to like palpitate really fast and you like, you get trembly in your voice. It's like, we have this thing about not believing in what we have to offer. We think that because that person is booked for that one appointment, that that's the only thing that they're ever going to get. Mm-hmm. And it's not, it doesn't work like that. Any appointment that you get is when you get there, you just, it's like a Pandora's box. You open it. You're like, oh, well, there's all these other things that I needed too. And yeah. you know, you know, when you go to the mechanic and they they pull you up there and they're like, Hey, you just came for an oil change, but your transmission is running on its last leg. You're like, shit. Okay. Well, what am I supposed to do? And yeah. it's the same kind of concept. You have to think of the things that you're experiencing in your daily life that you're constantly being upsold to, which is great. Just take a little bit of learning from those things in your environment. Yeah. And bring it back behind the chair. Yeah. It's so true. It's so true because we get offered things all the time and it's your choice to say yes or no. And I think when we're looking at the business that we create behind our chair, we have the opportunity to just take what is given to us, take what's put in our schedules, or we have the opportunity to be a professional and to show up behind our chair and say, you know what, <clears throat> today I'm going to work with intention and I'm going to treat each and every guest like a customized service and really put that effort into each and every guest. And like I said, like it feels weird at first, but you get better, you start to get your own script. You start to get your own way of, that makes you feel good. Cause I know sometimes like we can listen to other people and be like, oh my God, I would never say that. Or I, that's not how I sound at all. But the more you do it, you get your own script. You get your own feel around how we support with products and how we pre-book and, and all that sort of stuff. But if we, if we just sit back and we never take the initiative or we never, you know, kind of break through that fear of rejection, because when we're coaching other stylists and salon owners, that's a huge thing that we hear all the time is that fear of rejection. I don't want to be told no. That's why we shy away. Like when we're doing a consultation, as soon as that first no comes, it's like, we're like, okay, cool. Let's get started. I'm just going to go mix up your bowl. Like, you know, but if we sit there and kind of sit in the uncomfort of them saying no to us, that's okay. I just want to make sure that I'm offering you everything that I can offer. Yeah, By saying, following it up like that, it makes yeah. you feel better. And it, I think it keeps your confidence. That's yeah. okay. Today yeah. it doesn't work. Maybe next time it will. Yeah, absolutely. And one thing I always say, I'm like, this is a service that's always available. 
It's always available for you. Maybe it's not today. Maybe it's next time. I'm going to put a note in your file about the things that we spoke about today. Mm -hmm. And that also shows the guests because if it's a new guest, they have to build trust. Not every new guest is going to buy off you off the hop. Yeah. But maybe they're like, hey, I want to see how their cutting is or how their coloring is. And then maybe I'll trust them with X, Y, Z. Mm -hmm. But if we don't come off 100% offering, then they're never going to know what's available. You never know. Next time they might call and book and be like, you know what? Um, So-and-so talked to me about this treatment you guys have. I didn't have it the first time, but I'd really love to incorporate it this time. And you've already done the work. You've already Mm -hmm. set the ground rules for how you operate. And this is how you create that like client of the clientele of your dreams. This is Mm -hmm. how you create how this job is going to support you and how this career is going to support you rather than you just go to work, you do your clients, you take a paycheck, you go home, life's great, blah, blah, blah. And it's like Groundhog Day. Yeah. It's an opportunity. Building your ticket is an opportunity to build your clientele the way that you want. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And for those who have heard themselves say, I just feel like I can't make any money in this industry or this person's making a whole bunch of money and how come I'm not, if you have, have, have ever heard yourself say that, know that these are the first steps to changing that. And by just repeating that over and over again, it's not gonna bring more clients in your chair and it's not gonna bring more money in your bank. So by taking these first steps to really say, you know what, I wanna make more money or you know what, I wanna be more professional behind my chair. Those are the things that we should be saying on repeat, not I can't ever make money or I'm so broke all the time. By repeating those things, that's all that's going to come to you because you're not going to do anything about it. But as soon as you start saying, you know what, I'm going to change the way that I work. I'm going to change the way that I do my consultations. I'm going to work with intention. These are the the first steps to really getting there to where you want to be. Yeah. And if you don't like where you're at, the only thing you can do is change or accept it. So I'm pretty sure nobody wants to accept a crummy paycheck and crummy clientele. So this is your invitation to change. This is your invitation to step up. We're giving you the permission to ask for what you want. We're giving you guys the tools, all the things that have helped us succeed behind the chair, the things that we've taught our team and things that are just working. It's on rinse and repeat at this point. It's just like you setting a precedent for how you expect your guests to relate to you, how they see you work. And before you know it, you're going to have a wait list of people who are waiting for you and um, just keep trying. That's all I can say is keep trying. Don't give up on yourself or the things that you want to do. And with that being said, it's another episode of Shop Talk. Stay tuned (laughs) as Jody and Tanya will be coming with new funky backgrounds, hats and sipping tea. And lots of new things that we've got coming for you guys. Thank you so much for tuning in and we'll catch you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Shop Talk. For more free content like this, check out our YouTube channel at Elevated Stylist. And if you want more premium content, join our growing community on our exclusive Elevated Stylist membership portal at elevatedstylist.com.